Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triple Clowns. I say that as a little bit of a play on words because we're going to do horse racing. It's me, G. Randall Johnson. You might recognize me from X and Goal, which we just got word today that the XFL has been canceled, I believe, for the rest of the year. So we're turning to horse racing. We're going to do this anyway under the big umbrella. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go the road to the Kentucky Derby, and we're going to go once a week. We're going to come on here at least once a week. We're going to interview trainers pros as in handicapping pros and also jockeys all sorts of people involved in the horse racing industry there's not enough of us out there doing these things so we're gonna do it myself you guys know aj Ryder. he will be here he's not here right now due to a bunch of things going on but he's not here right now but we will insert him in here so you will hear from him and there's also the beautiful sarah marie say hello sarah hello that was good. Thank you for the, just the straight hello. Yeah, that's all you get. All right. Apparently, that's all we're going to get from Sarah. But this is going to be a horse racing show that we're going to talk about. Like I said, we're going to give our top five every week of the road to the Derby. Uh, they can change kind of like a power rankings of the horses until the Derby because there's over, I think, 50 of them that are getting odds out there. So it'll slowly go down, but there's going to be 20 in the race, which there always is. And we're going to see where our top five is by the end of the whole thing and talk about upcoming races, some news in horse racing. It's going to be a lot of fun Uh, with this coronavirus going on. We do have some shutdowns for fans. Can't go watch uh, some big races. I know all the Kentucky tracks did it, the New York tracks, California tracks. I think they're all going to do it. I believe Florida did as well. So they're going to race this weekend. And I'm saying this as of March 13th. 2020 so that's friday tomorrow the big races are going to go on here at santa anita we are closed today because of the rain but they are racing this weekend without any fans and we do know this sarah and i because we have ownership in a horse that we'll talk about a little bit in the first race sunday that we can't go see now so we'll watch him from home and and vote him in and hopefully he wins so anyway let's just start it right off with some big news this week Sarah, which I think you're going to cover with the horse racing industry. Big, big news where it comes to PEDs and horse racing. Come on. I need AJ here. AJ, you should be here right now because we can talk PEDs since you were a WWE wrestler and a coach at the U- at USC. Wow, I just said that out loud. But yes, that's true. I'm sure you know a little bit of something about this. But you're not here right now. You can add into it later on. But PEDs and horse racing. Sarah, what do you got? Yeah, as we all have heard, probably, uh, Monday, the big indictment came out that 27 people have been indicted. Um, And as of Wednesday, late Wednesday, they came out with the 28th person. That would be Richard Banka. He owns Mount Hope training center and uh, out of all these 28 people there are veterinarians there's trainers there's assistant trainers there's vets there's drug distributors they had a system they knew what they were doing the feds have been on them for quite some time about three four years uh, depending on really what source you look into and who's really willing to give up that information um one of the horses that passed away this year, actually, that, that really was the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess you could say, on this process was XY Jet, who passed away in January, who 
was unfortunately a victim of this whole doping scheme. The drugs they were using, they have actually, they, they named it, they codenamed it, it um, as F SFG100. Now they had this, this code name, so all these people that they were texting and, and making phone calls about knew what was going on. They, they misbranded these drugs. They had vet docs altered to show that these drugs were on allergy medications because this drug, this F SFG100, it wasn't showing up, and when it did, there were false positives for DEX. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. So you're meaning to tell me that people were out there, and that was their code word? Their code word was F... SGF. I was getting it backwards. SGF100. Oh, whatever it was. FGS. Okay. That doesn't sound a little bit creepy. Like, I mean, why don't you just be like, hey, guys, the caterpillar is in the oven. The caterpillar is, I repeat, the caterpillar is in the oven. They really, really had a code word that was that stupid. It couldn't have been like, hey, guys, do you want to go fishing in the Malibu Pier in the morning? And maybe they would have believed you went fishing. No, instead you're going to give it that code word? Okay, first of all, disgusting what you did to horses. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Horse racing is going through bad enough times right now with the deaths and with PETA breathing down everybody's neck. I know I'm in California. It's a beautiful sport. These horses are usually taken care of, in my mind, always were, and I know they are by a lot of great people. I know for a fact they are by a lot of great people. And to see this and to just be like, I mean, this isn't your home run race with Sammy Sosa and, and Mark McGuire. I mean, these are horses. Like, does anybody even know the time of the last Kentucky Derby? What, are you going to beat it by two seconds? And all you're doing is making other people have to dope to compete because it's all about money. We all know that. But how disgusting. And XY Jet, what a good racehorse that was. I'm sure a wonderful horse um, as a horse. I wanted to say human being, but it's not a human being. It is a horse. But still, I'm sure it was a wonderful creature that had cardiac arrest because of this doping? I hope that's not true. I, I mean, it couldn't have helped, I'm sure. And if it was part of the scandal, I mean, that makes sense. But shame on you. Uh, go on. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt for a second there and also make fun of the code word because, um, come on, guys. Be a little more creative and be less douchey and not do that in the first place. But if you're going to do it, please, please make a better code word. Be a bit more creative. Um, another horse who is possibly involved, but nothing has quite come out on the doping, is Maximum Security. As you guys know, he, uh, he ran first in the Derby. He was also the first horse to be disqualified from the Derby um, because of these suspicions. He also well, no, no, no. He was disqualified for interference. Oh. He wasn't disqualified because of that. So. Well, now they're looking into that. They're looking into actually all of his races. Well, his Dubai win yeah. would be... They're gonna every, every win he's got, and and that's a that's a whole different subject of they're suing just like Justify because Justify got caught in the same type of thing. Do these horses that run second have a right to come after that money? And what about the jockeys? And they, you know had to pay. Do you take the money away from the jockey that didn't know the horse was on steroids? I mean, it's a crazy, crazy thing. And the easy thing would be. Let's just not do PDs, which I don't understand because either our testing isn't as good as like USADA is with MMA and other sports. Because 
I know for a fact that I know at Santa Anita at least they test the favorites or a long shot that ran well, or a, or a horse that didn't run well that should have. So it's a weird thing. So I'm guessing every winner from the Derby, they're getting piss tested, they're getting blood tested for drugs. So they're masking it somehow, which athletes have done forever. But I mean, are we at the point now where we're going to put the risk of horses, which if every horse on the track was three seconds slower, no one would care unless you're going to be the selfish one that needs to be that person. I mean, it's happened in every sport where, you know, if one guy's doing it, I better do it or I'm not going to get a contract. But these are animals. These people, these, these are humans that made this choice. And I don't want to sound like a person that, you know, is against horse racing at all because I think those people that are saying, I think horses have wonderful lives that are racehorses. They're only, they're here because they're racehorses. They were bred for that. They're treated really, really well besides here. You know, so it's disgusting. But anyway, go on with your story. That's what happens when greed comes in. Really. Um, but that's, that is a, sadly the, the black eye that has hit the horse racing market this week. Really, like, like Randy was stating, we've been dealing with enough with all these deaths and PETA coming at us and, and wanting to really, really put horse racing under the microscope. And then now we have 28 people indicted. Uh, and, and just reading some of the quotes that the FBI has heard over these phone calls, they were quoting some of these phone calls about how they knew what they were doing. Obviously, they had a whole plan of how to hide horses that have died, how what to do with the bodies, how to, how to alter vet records, how to make this drug. It was showing up as a false positive for an allergy medication, which was standard in a lot of horses. So they, it's fishy, and it's sad what greed can do to people. And unfortunately, the horses were endangered because of it. And they weren't endangered, they were dead, which is the sad part. They haven't really released anything about how many horses have really been truly affected by it, meaning either hurt or sadly dead. Well, I mean, I have to be honest, and I'll say this. I'll say this right now. I hope the people that did it are charged with it and they get in trouble for doing it and they are held accountable and they serve their time or they get fined or but they're never around racehorses again I, i'm all good with that but i hope they kind of sweep it under the rug and i'm going to say that out loud which i shouldn't just because everything else going on right now if with horse racing and with the world we, we don't need it but it doesn't mean i don't want people to not know um, I just think it's a small portion when you look at even, I mean, it sounds like a lot, 28 people, but comparatively to thousands, tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of people in the industry, it's not. So I hope they don't, what, I guess, okay, I don't want them to sweep it under the rug. I don't want them to make it a bigger thing than it needs to be. Um, and I guess I'm probably going to get backlash about that because people are going to say to me, it needs to be a big thing. It needs to be addressed. It does. And people have to pay. I just don't want this sport to go down because of a few bad apples and with the other things going on. And come at me because I know you will, but I welcome it. And I just hope that's not the case. Well, but the good news is maximum security is now at Baffert's barn. Well, I mean, that's good news for Baffert. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess, I mean, people are making, I mean, he's a monster. I mean, he's a great horse. We saw it in Saudi Arabia last week. I, I don't know. Does he need, I mean, is he juicing? Is that why he's that much better? I have no idea. Uh, I was going to go into, but I won't because I want to keep it short, uh, the whipping um, incidents where a couple of jockeys were fined for over-whipping their horses in Saudi Arabia. I will just leave it at that for anybody. Maybe if AJ was on, I know he'd make a comment of, you whipped the horse too much in Saudi Arabia, and that's against the law. I'm not going to say anything else besides that. You guys can come up with your own things there, um, which I guess um, I believe most of the time if you watch the race, it's what was called flagging a horse, which you just tap them, just let them know. You're steering them a little bit. You're showing them the whip. I, I, I don't think it was excessive. They weren't, you know, beating him. But, I mean, that, hey, listen, that's the rule of rule. I know another, I don't know the exact jockey, but he got in trouble, from I think, at the Royal Ascot last year. An American, I might have been Velasquez, got in trouble as well. They're a little bit stricter about the whips, which we're going to come into effect. I know Santa Anita's whips are mostly styrofoam. It's like hitting them with a Nerf sword. Um, and obviously, you don't want any horses to get hurt when I say that. I, I do believe that it's more dangerous for the horse personally. And, and we're going to have some jockeys on, and hopefully I can talk to them about this. I, I personally think... If you can't steer the horse or move them, I mean, you're going to make that horse more in danger as long, along with the jockey. So I don't know. I'm curious to know how they feel about that rule. I think they're going to come at the same angle I am, but we'll get into that a little more. Um, that's Mike Smith and Arad Ortiz were both fined, which is a whole different question because Mike Smith on Midnight Bisu came in second. Now is he first because of the maximum security thing? Uh, I know they're suing him. Does Mike Smith get more money because he was fined two hundred thousand dollars over two hundred thousand? Sixty percent of his purse, which means, hey, Mike, good job. That's great. Second, like, wow. Now, wonder people go there to to ride, but sixty percent of it was taken away, and that's not cool. But it is what it is. But is he going to get the winner's share? Does Saez, who ran back with some security, is he going to get it taken away? I, I don't know. So a lot of things to look into um, behind the scenes that horse racing doesn't get a ton of attention for. This isn't the NBA or the NFL where we're not going to hear much about this. But, it, but it's curious to know. And I'm looking forward to getting some uh, jockeys on here and talking to them about these new whip rules and those things. Um, anything more, Sarah, on the... The uh, uh, the doping ring, I guess I could say. No, that's sadly that's it. I mean, more details I'm sure will be coming out as these guys, I believe, are going to be in federal court Monday. All right. Well, yeah, and so I guess we'll we'll find out. I know the appeals for the one I was talking about, the whipping things, were a couple days ago. I haven't seen anything on it. I don't know if it's postponed or nothing's come out. I, I did see them race both of them this weekend. So it's probably because of the appeals going on. And I know that Mike Smith was going to try to get in designated races because he is on some horses that are going for the Derby. And that's messed up if he gets taken off of them. And like he said, nine racing days in California is a month. So... That's pretty, you know, not good for him. Um, we'll see what happens with both of those. I know AJ had a story, which maybe we can uh, throw into here if he if he gets it down, about a robbery at Aqueduct, which is a lot of fun. If we don't get to that, yeah, if we don't get to that, we will 
having another show about that. Um, pretty interesting, pretty funny. Hopefully it is. Um, but for the time being, we're, we're going to do a quick show this week. And I say that as we're already 15, 16 minutes in. We're going to go through our top five going to the Derby. And this is as of March 13th. This is Friday, March 13th, 2020. So we have a, well, I guess we have basically uh, two months, well, month and a few weeks left before the Derby, first Saturday in May. So let's talk about our top five. So if you're coming on right now at 16 minutes, if you just want to hear our top five so you can comment on them, make fun of them, go along with them. You should go along with them because you can get prices right now in the pools. And we're going to give you some horses. I don't know if mine are great prices, but we'll see what happens in upcoming races and what they did last week. So, Sarah, I'll let you start it off with your top five and why do you have them for the Derby? These are your top five choices for the Derby. In specific order, are you going to do it? You know... No, no, I don't think in any You're specific order. I think I'm just going to do five. I feel um, like you should rank them so they can move yeah, down. Yeah, I know. Rankings. I should. Okay. I, I would say I, I'm going to do them in order. Let's do them in order. Okay. I, oh, see, this is tough because I, I, I like my horses. I feel like they're all pretty, pretty dang strong. But I'm going to do number one as Honor AP. Um, his, his odds right now are 14 to 1 after he just ran in the San Felipe Stakes. He got second. To, of course, authentic. Yeah, so why... Uh, okay, quick question right here. Why, so why is an authentic number one? I mean, he's a beast of a horse. He, he's... I, I actually have him written down on my list. I just... So I what do you know. think in the Derby? I think he has a shot. I, re- I think Honor think AP has a the shot same horse? of... Yes. Okay. I think so. I, I, I mean, think Honor had AP some... had a long layoff. He was coming yeah. off an injury. He ran a very good race. There's, there's good standing for that. Okay, so you think a horse, I mean, and this does happen, so you think a horse that just got beat pretty well by authentic yeah, pretty is going to well, be authentic like said, in the dirt. It's his first race back from his injury, so I think only time will tell. Like, he, uh, I don't know, he's strong. I, I think he's a strong closer, and I think he has a shot. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Authentic's, he's a strong horse. He's fast, and he's, he's kind of nasty, and I like him, but I'm, I'm rooting for Honor AP, to take him down at the Derby. All right, so number two. Number two. I'm going to go with Charlatan. I think. Yeah. I, I, Oddly enough, you didn't go authentic second. So not only I know. You know, I, I, I'm not. Him, he's going to be Charlatan as you well. know, I have no great reasoning. Authentic's not in my top five. Because I think, ultimately, he could, for some reason, take it all. But I, I, I have hopes for these other horses because... Just because I do, really no, no good reasoning excuse. behind all no, that. Not, not not a good no no. Odds are um, a little bit low. He is the favorite. So he is if the you're favorite. Playing odds, then yeah, yeah. Zenek's uh, six to one right now. Uh, but Charlatan, we uh, we watched him race. Yeah, Charlatan raced against a horse that we have a stake in. Uh, thank you to my racehorse. Check them out. A little plug for you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, Lane Way who we have staken now. We didn't at the time, but Laneway twisted a shoe, threw a shoe, I guess it would say. Ran third, ran third in Nadal as well, so he's had a little tough go of it. He runs this weekend. But 
We did. We saw Charlton's first race from the winner's circle. We actually watched the race from the winner's circle, and our horse didn't win. But Charlton <laughs> did. So if he wins the Derby, it's pretty cool that we watched this first race from the winner's circle and then had to duck our heads down and leave the winner's circle and let the people that actually won in there. So that, that was something. But he is a big, big, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's big. big. He's good. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's good. big. Uh, my third would be Law. Tis the Law, which yeah. might be actually the favorite. I'm not sure about the books right now, but he was going back and forth. You know, last I checked, he was at 7-1. to one, But yeah. I, I, I see him in an authentic wavering back and forth. Showing a little love for the New York jockey. Yes. Mini yes, Franco. Mini Franco. Yeah. Um, good for him. I think he got his first Breeders' Cup win this year. We were there at that, too. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like Manny Franco. I, I vote for the New Yorkers. Um if you guys don't know or not, I went from New York to L.A., so did Sarah. And we spent some time in Belmont before we made Santa Anita our home track. So Don't leave out Aqueduct. We went there twice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Santa Anita. <laughs> Is anybody from Aqueduct listening? But, yeah. So, okay. So, so you're going with and reasoning behind that? Tis the law. Um, you know, he just looks strong. He looks strong. He started strong. He's been very impressive along his journey. Um. You know, they actually have been saying he might be on the same path as Funnyside, who won the 2003 Derby. Northeastern horse, I believe, came from, he might have came from Parks. Uh, he was, I don't know, I could be wrong. Somebody correct me, I'm sure you will. Uh, Funnyside, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's running this. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing with everybody. They they do take the same trends. If you look at Charlatan, he's doing very justify-like, didn't run as a two-year-old, running now, just staying in Santa Anita, doing his thing. I mean, there's a reason behind it. Funny side did really well, obviously, and so did justify. So, take the path that somebody's already blazed. Not bad. We'll see. His next race is the Florida Derby coming up. Yeah, next week. Next weekend. Yeah, right? uh, the 28th. So whenever that is. That's two weekends from now. So two it's weekends. not next weekend. Sorry about that. Well, maybe by the time you guys hear it, it will be next weekend. Okay, so who is that? That's four, right? No, that's three. So my fourth would be Sol Volante. Sol Volante, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his odds right now are 20 to 1, but um, he beat Independence Hall, who was undefeated, which I thought was, was great. Was undefeated. Was, well, yeah. Obviously, because he beat uh, Yeah. Um, but he looks strong. He looks, he looks kind of promising. Um, and I think he's only going to be getting stronger um, now that he has a few races under his belt this year so far. I, I, I see an angle you're going at, which is, I mean, he ran second, correct, in the Tampa yeah. Bay Derby? Yep. So you're going to these horses are second that they're going to be peaking at the time of the Derby. He's going to make sure they get in the Derby, which he probably will. Um, you just think these horses are going to get better. Yeah. Because they're going to be running against the same horses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think it was a, a practice race. Okay. All right. So number five. Number five would be Enforceable, who is twenty-three to one right now, but he looks good. He's uh, they've been they started him running short races. Realized he just needs to be pushed further, and every time they've pushed him further, he's done really great. Okay, so he's getting the distance down? Yeah. You don't think he's going to be short at all? I don't know. I think it's rolling the dice, really, with him. 
Um, we'll see. He's running the uh, Louisiana Derby coming up, so that I think will really put him in a bit more perspective on if the Derby could even be his race. So he's twenty-three to one. You said, yeah. All right, so grab him now because before the Derby goes off, because if he wins that, he's going to go down extremely. So give us one through five real quick. Give us the names so people can write them down or throw them out. All right. Honor AP, number one. Number two, Charlatan. Number three, Tis the Law. Four, Sol Volante. And five was Enforceable. All right. So now you have your Sarah Marie's one through five. Let me go right to mine. I'm going to go with the portrait that you left off. No. Authentic. Yeah. As my number one. Uh, I mean, this house, this horse, this house, he is a house. Uh, this horse bounced off the rail in a race. Couldn't straighten out. He's green. He still seems like, but he looked great in the stretch last time. He looked so, he stumbled out of the gate. Like, this horse just wants trouble. And it doesn't matter. He stumbled out of the gate, rushed up to make the lead, and nobody was catching him. No one, including your honor AP. He did not. I do believe he will be stronger. The Derby's 20 horses. Who knows if Authentic can handle that pressure, if he's just that erratic. I mean, he's a horse that had a seven-length lead and bounced off the rail for no reason. Um, you know, he's, I think he's wearing earplugs now. Uh, the Derby's a whole different animal in Santa Anita. That's the only thing that would scare me. But, I mean, he's, I think he's the talent. So I'm going to go with him. And I'm going to go, and I think we both went California heavy. Maybe this is like the hometown thing, and we've seen these horses run. I'm going with Charlatan next, and I think he's a big question mark because he ran six furlongs in the, in the race we were talking about. He ran six furlongs, and he's, he's going to a mile this weekend. We're going to see a lot there. He's going to be one to five. He should win it easy. He won a nine, probably. Um, he's going to win it easy this race. He's going a mile. See what he does. He's a workout. He's a morning monster. He's, he just does everything right. We still don't know if he can do a mile and a half just because you do great workouts and you're whatever and you look and you gallop out strong doesn't mean you can do the two turns and, and do everything. It doesn't matter. But he's just that talented. And I'm going to go my next one, number three. I'm going to go another California horse, another Baffert horse. Oh, before I say this, I, I want to go with my first two with Authentic and Charlatan. The big thing with those are Drayden Van Dyke rides both those horses. Ooh. That's that's going to be a weird thing. I mean... Yeah, so who would you pick see, if they're both in, in there? Yeah, everybody else has horses that are probably going to be in there, which is which is uh, really, really odd. So anybody listening out there that wants to make a comment, where where do you think Drayden's going to end up? Or where do you think Baffert does with with one of those? Does he go to his... Does he go to Mike Smith? I mean, we know he, they've been on and off with things. Um, you know, does he... If I, if I rad, I don't know if I rad has... And I'm probably wrong here... I don't know who Irad's ride is right now that's strong. Does he can jump on, a, you know, the the Eclipse winner, Irad Ortiz? Um, I'm wondering. Or does Drayden get his choice? I mean, Drayden's, you know, Baffert's guy right now, it seems. So, a weird thing. I mean, good position for you, Drayden, and good for you. Maybe we can talk to you about it sometime. Um, Nadal. I'm going to go with Nadal third. Uh, Yoel Rosario, and you know he's going to stay aboard. Nadal probably. We'll see what happens in the Rebel this weekend. That's going to be really big for him. And my next horse you're going to hear is in the Samurais, which so it's kind of a crazy thing for me to have three and four being in the same race because they're really going to see where they're at. But I like Nadal. 
He's a big boy, and he just looks good. He looks like he can run the distance already. He just looks like a pro. And I don't know. Like I said, I'm going saying I need a strong right there. Uh, my next one's going to be, uh, number four, is going to be no parole, which is going to be in the um, the, the Rebel this weekend uh, at good odds. And I don't know why people aren't giving him any love. I know he hasn't been against really strong horses and where he's run. I'm sure people are downing. But I think he's the real deal. And maybe once again, I'm going Santa Anita Love with the old school jockey from Santa Anita, Smoking Joe, Talamo, aboard. I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. I'm happy for Talamo. I didn't even know he was out there, quite honestly, until a couple weeks ago. My father told me. Um, happy about that. I like, I'm, I'm curious to see what this horse does tomorrow. And I could be totally wrong, but I think he might be the real deal. I and mean, he's even 7 to 1, I think, tomorrow. Uh, Nadal's the favorite. No pro again. No love. So we'll see. We'll see with Talamo Board. I like him. Uh, and my fifth horse is going to be Max Field with Jose Ortiz. Uh, I don't really. That's kind of a little bit of a long shot, I guess. We're going to see what he does. If he makes it, I think it's kind. Of, he's a little bit of a wild card. And we'll see how that comes from. Max Field will be number five. So my horses are Authentic, number one, Charlton, number two, Nadell, number three, No Parole, number four, and Max Field, number five. You could replace five with ten horses. I already know, guys, uh, but that's what the fun of it is. And those are my five horses. AJ, if your picks are in, we're going to insert them now, and we're here from you. And like I said, the fun part is Sarah's new at the game but knows her stuff. I've been around it a while, and I AJ did. has no clue, and he's learning as we're doing it. And let's see how he does, and she does with us, because that's the fun part about it. We can talk about this. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess any questions about the horses we talked about, yeah, look them up, ask us. It's cool. Um, if you put in your early bets for the Derby, let us know who you picked. Let us know if you picked any of ours. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, get, get a hold of us. Question us. Tell us your top five. That's that's a lot of fun. We'll uh, bring you guys on or, or talk about your picks or why you like them. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this the rest of the I year. I kind of see a lot of people going Baffert heavy like you did. Well, I mean, it's easy to do. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Everybody knows about Baffert. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm starting to almost want this Max Field in the beginning just to be that one. And, you know, uh, the trainer is uh, Brendan Walsh. And I didn't know he was doing anything since 90210. So. <laughs> no idea either. Yeah. I, I don't really think it's the same guy. But who knows? You never know. Yeah. If you we, never know, especially after last week in Tampa Bay. Yes. This, King of Guillermo or whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. You have baseball players winning that. You never know. Maybe Brendan Walsh is actually. Brendan Walsh. From 90210. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's back on Max Field. I'm still jumping on that. Loves the track. He's two for two. Kentucky horse. Where go from? Look out for him. That's my five pick. So anyway, let's leave it at that. Those are our top five. You have anything else to say, sir? No. Good luck with your bets, especially if you're betting this weekend's races, and let us know on your your derby picks. Yeah. So next week we'll come on. We'll do our. Our new top five, maybe it doesn't change, maybe it does, a lot of races this weekend, and we'll go over the last weekend, well, this upcoming weekend's races, we'll go over the results and the upcoming races for that when we get everything settled in after this whole coronavirus thing uh, hopefully gets handled 
we hope. Um, and we'll have a little bit of a longer and a little bit of a better show, hopefully. But till then, this is me, G. Randall Johnson. And Sarah Marie. And hopefully A.J. Ryder, we can uh, get him in on here. If not, we will talk to him really soon. He'll be on every one of our shows because that's us, the Triple Clown. And follow us on the things you're following us on now and all the other things that you can. Those things? All the things. They know the things. Yeah, they know the things. Good. All right. Have fun. Stay safe. Win some money. Good luck.